Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Tell It All with your host, Doriani Godoy. What is up, guys? I am so excited to be talking to you guys today and honestly feeling so relieved because before this episode, I was like texting my friend, like I was with my friends tonight and I was texting her. I was like, dude, what am I going to talk about in this next episode? Like, what is this week going to talk about? Because normally I'll just go throughout my day and I'll be like, hey, Lori, what's up? And I'll like immediately catch something and think of it and say, oh, this is what I'm going to talk about this week. But this week has been just like a whirlwind, whirlwind of emotions. I have been going through so much and I just feel like the Lord has been so clear and so present in some areas, but in this area right now, when it comes to like my podcast, I was like, I have no idea what the Lord is speaking. Like he hasn't been extremely loud this week or these last two days about what he wants me to speak. And obviously, you know, I was like, before I film any episode, I always like come into his presence and I came into his presence and I was like, okay, Lord, like I really need you to talk and I really need you to speak to me about what I'm going to talk about this week. I had a topic in mind, but I really didn't feel like that was everything the Lord wanted me to talk about. Like I was really feeling like it was necessary and it's important, but it just wasn't like this episode's topic. So I just like came into his presence and I was like, what the frick am I supposed to talk about? And thankfully the Lord is a faithful God and he spoke very clearly. Um, so we're going to talk about insecurities today. What is up? That's a big deal. I feel like insecurities are something that like really ruin our lives and really, really control um, the way that we think and function in our brains. Um, so I had a very big, big, huge revelation this week um, with some of my past wounds from my childhood, which I'm not going to get into this episode because it's just we're not processed enough to talk about it, but I cannot wait to be able to talk about it. So if any of you guys can relate, it'll be this big like aha moment and it'll be really exciting, but we're not there yet. So I don't want to talk about it just yet, but I'm like extremely excited to just kind of talk to you guys about um, just like insecurities and about how they really can rule your world and where those insecurities come from. So a lot of times, um, you know, people can be insecure about, you know, their body, um, maybe like the way they look or the way they feel. A lot of people can be insecure about their personalities. Am I too loud? Am I too quiet? Am I too sensitive? Am I not sensitive enough? Um, do I not understand people enough? Or people can be insecure about, you know, like other people the way that they treat them so does that person love me enough does that person see me enough um and I think a lot of times people don't realize that a lot of their reactions to different things come from insecurities and past hurts so a lot of times people will you know let's say a friend is like um, has backstabbed you in the past or um, you've felt abandoned by people or you felt like that person hasn't chosen you or you have just felt like that person doesn't fully give in the effort, like you're constantly having to work for that friendship. And there's a lot of PTSD being um, like developed in that process, like throughout your childhood, maybe with that same person or with multiple people that you have seen um, kind of like do the exact same thing. It's like that person has hurt you um, multiple times or different people have hurt you in different scenarios at the exact same. So whenever that happens, your first reaction is um, maybe feeling like jealous or um, mad or upset or just feeling like this overwhelming feeling of, you know, despair, like, there's so many different emotions. Um, and so just kind of thinking about how 
you know, how you react to things is so important. And also thinking about, you know, where does that insecurity, where does that come from? Like, what is the root of this feeling? So really looking at yourself and saying, where does this feeling come from and how can I attack it? So for example, if you have an insecurity about your body, you can really look back at past wounds and say, where does this insecurity come from, right? So you can say, Maybe when you were a kid, you were a little bit chubbier, and so people always called you fat. Or maybe as a kid, your parents called you fat or um, overweight or always were making comments about what you ate and like um, how much you ate or how clothes fit on you. So now as you're walking into your adult life, you know, you say, gosh, like, why don't I ever, you know, love my body? Even no matter how skinny I am, why why is this a thing, you know? Or you eat, like when you eat, you overthink it and you say, like, should I eat this? Like, is this good for my body? And, like always overthinking what to put into your body. And that could come from people in the past saying, don't eat that, please don't eat that. Or no, this isn't good for you. Or it's just gonna make you fat. So as you're growing up, you're saying, wow, that's gonna make me fat, that's gonna make me fat. And so it's a reoccurring um, toxic trait in your brain that's constantly telling you, no, this thing is bad for you. No, this thing is gonna hurt you. Your body automatically connects whatever bad traumatizing thing you like you knew or have been taught about food and then you pour it out into your life and you say whoa I can't eat that because that's bad for me and so really looking at the way that you do things like the way you react to things the way you treat things like food for example like I that's the example I'm on right now so like let's use it so you know if you are a kind of person who like counts your calories, constantly thinks like, should I eat this? Should I not eat this? Is this good for me? Is this not good for me? You know, you really have to, and you say like, wow, like my relationship with food is really unhealthy, you know? And you're like, I don't know if I love the way that I'm approaching food. Then you can say, okay, well, why am I approaching this situation the way that I am? Like, am I approaching the situation because like this way because I've had someone in the past tell me I should count my calories or did I have someone in the past tell me oh I need to um not eat that I not I don't need to eat this at night I don't need to gain this weight I don't need to um eat that brownie because it'll just make me fatter even if you're like stick like bone you know and so that's 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 where I'm trying to get like even though it's like food and you're like what are you talking about Dory but like really looking back and seeing like what hurt you in the past what wound do you have gushing out like what is that reaction that that feeling that you have where is it coming from is it coming from a certain childhood memory is it coming from some type of pain is it coming from somewhere recent because I know that like you know I had an aha moment of the way that I act I don't want to talk about it just yet, but like the way that I reacted to, to a certain situation every single time it was repetitive. I kept reacting like that anger, dis desperation, blah, 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 like all these emotions. And I would always do it every single time a, a person would like react the way that I, I'm trying to be cryptic because I really want to like make an episode all about this. So I'm trying really hard to like not talk about it because I'm not fully there yet enough to be like yeah I walked through and I had victory um but so like for example with that person like multiple people would treat me like that right and I would always react the exact same way right I would always react with either anger sadness like crying like whatever but I would always react kind of the same way 
and I would say the same things. Um, and I would be like, this is happening, this is happening, whatever. And I, this, I realized that the reason that I react like that and that I say those things is because of my past wound of someone who hurt me, who constantly was hurting me. And so really walking through that and saying, whoa, this thing comes from this, like this um, reaction, this type of behavior comes from my past, from the way that I was treated. So really looking at your past and saying, how can I like find the answer to how I'm feeling? Because I think a lot of times when you have a really hard past, you um, kind of like suppress, like our brains suppress the bad things. So, you know, sometimes when we have like friends or whatever, and you're like, I always just think about the good, but the good, but the good, but the good, our brain always, like, even if you're a pessimist, pessimistic person you still always look kind of for the good and in the situation you don't you try really hard to kind of like let go of the bad unless you're like reminding yourself every single day of the exact same thing but a lot of times or at least let's not say like always but like for me like suppression is the thing so like my brain suppresses the bad things I'm not sure if everyone's like this I take that back not maybe not everyone is like the way I am but like I would think that your brain would like to suppress the bad things because that allows you to go through life a lot easier. Um, And so my brain suppressed a lot of my past wounds. um, And then as I'm growing up and as I'm becoming an adult, I've had so many insecurities and so many things I was fearful of because of past um, wounds and past scenarios that have really affected the way that I react now. And so really seeing that and being emotionally aware of like why I'm feeling insecure and where this is coming from. So really looking inward and saying, why am I insecure about like maybe my weight? Why am I insecure about food? Why am I insecure about boys? Why am I insecure about um, like school or chasing my dreams? Or why am I insecure about certain things? Why do I overthink the way that person's going to react? Like, is there is there a past wound? do I have consistency in my life where people have rejected me? And is that why I'm so fearful of really allowing this person to come into my heart because I'm insecure about the way that they're going to react? And so just, it's like so beautiful to look back guys at your wounds and like look back at what's on your heart and in your soul and say, whoa, this is the reason this is. And you have like this breakthrough moment of like, yeah, this is why I react like this because I think a lot of times like for me I would always get so like insecure about things and then I would get upset about myself and be like why are you feeling like this why are you reacting like this why are you doing this and I would constantly like yell at myself and beat myself up and then I would not realize like holy crap like little Dory went through this and so because of little Dory's wound this is the way that I talk to like my best friend basically my therapist about like things and she'll say okay little dory so i always have to think about what did little dory go through that made me react the way that i am reacting and so it's like really exciting to like look at myself and say oh this is why i'm reacting like this oh this is why this is the way i am and so just really feeling like um like you can find the answer to what to why you're insecure and really bring a lot of like um life into that insecurity and try to heal that wound you know with like Jesus and with therapy and with just really finding yourself and so um you know when you find that wound like don't just allow don't don't um push away the process like don't push away the um the healing like really focus on that like thing 
that insecurity and really say, okay, I found my wound and where it's coming from and where it's pouring out of. Now I'm going to sit here and I'm going to say, okay, so I see where it's coming from and now I'm going to act on it. And now I'm going to really try my hardest to heal my wound and really try my hardest to remove that insecurity from my life so that I can continue to be more aware and more prosperous in my relationships with others. And so it's really, really beautiful to have that moment to say, okay, I'm going to work through it. But now when you realize this insecurity or this, this setback or this wound, allow yourself to feel the sadness And the pain that you're going to feel when you open that wound up. Because I think a lot of times we don't allow ourselves to feel that pain, to feel that hurt and really walk through it. We think, oh, one day is enough. We need to cry once we're done. We're not crying again. No, like if you have to cry for a straight week because that wound was so, so painful, walk through it. That's totally fine. Like you can walk through that pain every day if you need to. Well, not every day, every life, but like. For a little bit of time and allow yourself to process. So like, for example, with me right now, as I'm walking through some healing in my life, I feel like my heart is like open, like my soul is open. And honestly, guys, for someone who who feeds on like suppression, who feeds on like pushing your feelings down and not not feeling at all and being this strong, independent girl who doesn't feel anything, it is so hard. Because I'm so much more sensitive towards things. So like anyone says anything slightly mean and I'm like, how rude. You have no idea how that triggered me. You know, like it's obviously like not their fault, but like I'm so much more sensitive and way more likely to feel things a lot deeper when I open myself up and I really look and try to heal myself um so it's definitely a really hard process but I highly recommend it like I recommend it so much to people if you feel like you have something that you cannot overcome I highly recommend that you look back and you say what where is this coming from what's the the where was it born like where did someone plant this little rotten seed because that's what it is like rotten like it's not even good seed like it's bad seed because it's just pouring badness out of your heart like I just I just it it blows my mind how like wounds and past hurts can pour into your life for your entire life if you do not heal them because wounds you don't just put a band-aid on top of it and say that's good enough no like you have to go back and say where did this person plant this rotten like root into my heart or into my soul this wound this rotten fruit where is it coming from where am i being triggered where am i being like where am I and where am I where am I getting this feeling from this insecurity this lack of of like this this reaction where am I getting it from am I getting it from somewhere that like am I getting it from a past wound am I getting it for something that happened three days ago is it because I'm stressed or is it truly coming from a place of hurt so I think a lot of times friends don't acknowledge each other's wounds so we're so likely to say oh freak this like 
Um, I don't care. I, she's so sensitive. Like she, I don't know why this triggers her. Instead of like invalidating your friend's feelings, validate them and really dive deep and tune in to what their feelings could really mean. Like maybe it's a past hurt, a past wound. I know a lot of like I have friends that I've accidentally hurt or that I've made them feel crappy or where I've like accidentally touched a wound or um or like a past hurt and I've had to apologize for that. I've had to say, "Listen, I'm really sorry this triggered you. I'm really sorry." that I did this and that I now that I'm looking and I'm seeing the way that you're reacting I understand it's a familiar hurt and I'm really really sorry and so just acknowledging your friend's feelings and your friend's past and that's why getting deep with your friends is so important really understanding where they're coming from where they have been hurt where their life has been transformed into like this thing like where where um a certain thing has caused them to be the way that they are now as adults how that's become a thing you really can look at it and say when you when your friend reacts the way they react instead of meeting them with frustration and anger and saying why are you feeling like this this is ridiculous this is the dumbest thing for you to do you can say whoa I'm really sorry. I understand that this thing was a little bit like this maybe in other people's eyes was irrelevant, super not important. Just a comment being made on the side has become this huge thing for their heart. And you can say, I see where it comes from. I see where I tri- what wound I triggered. I can see where you could be triggered, where you could be hurt. I see it, I understand it, and I acknowledge it. Acknowledging it is so important. Truly acknowledging that feeling, not only for them, but for yourself, is so important. Because then you can get dive deep into your friendships and say, I'm really sorry. And you can apologize for what you did, not just, oh, I'm sorry that I did this, whatever. I'm so sad it hurt you. Like, I'm so, like, no, you can say, whoa, I see where that hurt, and I can, and I can like relate or like understand that and I'm gonna do better next time and I'm really gonna think about the way that I talk or the what I say or how I act in this certain situation so that next time I don't trigger you so that next time I really focus on what hurts you and how I can do better because on friendships and not on in friendships it's all about growing it's all about finding that balance and really trying your hardest to meet your friend where they need to be met and so meeting your friend in that wound and that insecurity in that time of, of despair is so important because you can really walk through it with them and say, I'm here for you. And so another thing that I wanted to talk to, talk about with friends um, that came to my mind, like as I was talking in the beginning and I was like, hold on, we're not there yet. Um, now that we're talking about friends, let's transition into also talking about how a lot of times, um, so for example, if we have abandonment issues or if we have, um, I'm not an expert in this topic, so don't come from my throat, but this is like what I've talked and what I've seen and what I've heard people say. But like when you're a, a kind of person that thinks people always leave me, like let's say that's something, that's something I used to struggle with and we can, trust me, I can talk about this, this struggle for the rest of my life, but we'll just talk about me. So, um, I used to struggle with that thought, right? And I used to say, oh, people always leave me, blah, blah, blah. And people did. People did always leave me. And I think a lot of times 
um, what one of my friends said, it was like, you're kind of like putting that upon yourself. Like the tongue is a lot stronger than we think. And our thoughts are too. So like we say, oh, that person's going to leave me. So we look for people who are unstable and unable to stay in a friendship and we all, and then not only do we look for that type of friendship, but then we push for that to be an actual thing. So we do things, we say, we act, we hurt just so that they can actually like fulfill what I, what you thought at the beginning. So you would be unkind, unsweet, un, like not meeting them there, or even just like calling it upon it, like being like, this person's going to leave me, like, and then making them feel like that's going to be a thing. And then it actually happening like them actually leaving you and then at the end when they say when you say oh they did leave me see this is what this is what I was talking about and that's where you like sadly that's where our mind wants to be met as soon as you walk into a friendship and you say this person's gonna leave me and then in the end when they actually do because of because of the way you've acted the way you've thought and the way you've been feeling the way you've been pushing them away you say see I told you I was right and so our brain wants to be right about about what we say and what we think but in reality if you go into a friendship saying this is going to last forever or this is going to be a really good friendship I truly believe that you can sit there and say okay this is the effort I'm going to put into it and let me tell you not just because you go into a friendship and you say oh this is gonna be really amazing is it always going to work out no because we're still human and things still happen but when you go into it with a more positive mentality rather than than gushing out of that wound and saying, this person's going to leave me. I love them, but I know they're going to leave me. Finding out, like really telling, not even finding out, telling yourself, no, this is not going to happen. They're not going to leave me. They're going to love me correctly. They're going to be for my, they're going to be here for my life correctly and really praying and, and coming in. And I guess like for, for those of you that don't pray, really finding that, um, manifestation I guess and really saying like this person is gonna love me it's they're gonna they're they're gonna be here for me they're just speak it over you so this person's gonna be here for me they're gonna love me they're gonna meet my needs emotionally and not in this like savior mentality or this this like oh they're they're gonna really like just fill me up like fill this hole in my heart no but just speaking over your friendship and how amazing it's going to be that's going to be the key to really bring your friendship in and say yes this is exactly what is going to happen and this person is going to meet me in this and really opening up because again bringing it like full circle back to being vulnerable with each other like when you're vulnerable with each other you're so you're able to see that person's wound and you're able to really say this is this person's wound, so I'm gonna make sure I don't I do the opposite. So, for example, with my um, feeling that people are always leave me, my best friend Anna, she knew that that was a feeling, and I told her my tendency. So my tendency was immediately to look for the bad in the person, and immediately find the one reason, the one thing, dude, one thing that would trigger me and push me over the edge, and I would leave them. I would leave them because I was so fearful of them leaving me that I would find a way to ruin the friendship and say, I'm leaving you. And I did that all throughout high school. I did that all throughout high school. I'm, I'm so sorry to all my friends who were my best friends in the moment who I hurt because of that. Like truly, if you're listening to this, I'm so sorry. But that's the way I used to process things. Like I would be like, well, this person's going to leave me anyways, so I might as well look for the worst and then I'm going to leave them. That way they don't have the choice to leave me and hurt me. And so whenever I was 
going through that with Anna and I was going through, oh my gosh, Anna held on tight. That woman, gosh, she did not let me go. I would literally tell her, I would be like, can you just stop? Like, I don't want to be your friend anymore. Like, I feel like, I don't remember really like saying those exact words, but my actions and my words that were like kind of like that were 100% hurtful and she did not let me go. Like truly, I am so surprised the, the fact that like our friendship is like, not surprised, like our foundation is so strong because it's in Jesus, but like because she was so willing to meet me where I needed to be met, she didn't let me go. So she knew that was a past wound. She knew that I would push her away. She knew my soul because I was willing to be vulnerable with her. And I knew I was able to tell her my insecurities and able to say, this is something that I'm struggling with. This is something I've always struggled with. So be aware. And the second she she it was made aware to her, she literally would, would write down, like literally, I, is it Olive Garden? What? I don't understand. I don't, I will never forget this. It was a restaurant, but I don't remember which one it was. I think it was Olive Garden. I'm pretty sure I have the picture saved. Anna Drew, sorry if you can hear my brother laughing because he's like awake, Uh, but Anna drew me as a stick figure and her as a stick figure and said, like, I'm never leaving. Like literally she was like, I'm not leaving. And she wrote it and she did like a cute little design or whatever. And she sent it to me and she was like, I'm going to be here forever. Like, I am going to be here to love you and I'm not going to go anywhere. And I remember telling her whenever I was going through my really hard phase, I was like, I don't want to be your friend. Like, I don't, we should just stop. And she'd be like, no, like, I'm not giving up on you. Like, you're my best friend and I love you and I'm never leaving you. And I, and even nowadays when I get really insecure and I just say like, I don't understand like why you're my friend. Like, I don't deserve you. Like all stuff. She was like, are you kidding me? Like, I love you so much. Like, I am not going to leave your side. I'm, I'm always going to be here for you. Like, you're my best friend. Like, I don't care. Like, even when I'm like, oh, I think I need space or whatever. She'll be like, okay, I'll give you space. And then the second later, I'm like, just kidding. Like, I don't really need space because I just love her so much. And like, she like meets that need and she doesn't suffocate me. But I also am so secure in our friendship and so aware of like how healthy it is and how much she loves me that I don't ever have to feel like, oh, Anna's one day going to up and leave me because she's assured me so many times that she's not and has proven it with her words and her actions. And she saw that wound and she saw that insecurity. And she said, I'm not going to allow that wound and that insecurity to ruin our friendship because I'm going to be here to freaking walk through it every single time you're triggered by it. I'm going to walk through it with you and I'm going to come here and I'm going to love you and I'm going to show you what a real friend is like. And that has changed my life. I will always say, Anna Marie Peebles, you have changed my life. And literally our friendship is the blueprint for all my other friendships because it is so solid and so strong and so faithful and so loyal. And it's just crazy to see that and be like, you know, be vulnerable to each other. Like Anna and I can be so vulnerable and so freaking like, like I know her wounds. I know what's triggering. I know when she's triggered. And so it's so beautiful to be able to see that. And so like literally like she knows me so well that I'll be texting and immediately she'll be like, what's wrong? Like she just knows, like she reads me so well. And so it's like, it's like she was able to get vulnerable with me. She was able to see my password and she was able to attack it and say, listen, like this is not. So like the Lord really put Anna in my life, but to like bless me, but I have attracted so much trash into my life also that it's been like that imbalance of like me, me, like honestly, it, a lot of times it's not really even friends. It's, it's boys. That's where the daddy issues come in, but that's 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 a topic for another episode. But I've attracted so much trash into my life, and it's been so exhausting and so overwhelming and so just like, ah, 
that. Like, I want to yell um, because it's been so bad. And a lot, and I, like, realized it's come from the wound. It's come from all these things. And it's, like, and it's just, like, so overwhelming to think about it because I'm just, like, I cannot imagine. I cannot believe that this wound is so evident and so clear, yet I was so unwilling to see it and to really acknowledge that wound and say, this is a reality. This is what's happening. Um, so yeah, I just, I'm just, I'm taken back by how, um, how crazy everything is and how, um, like, I don't even know, just, yeah, I wasn't ready for, I feel like I always finish, um, all of my podcast episodes in shock because the way that I personally process things is through speaking. So I feel like sometimes I'll be talking and things will come up into my brain. I'll be like, whoa, like I didn't even think about it like that. Like obviously I thought about it, but like, you know, my brain's like, hey, like let's talk about this. So a lot of times I walk out of French, out of, I was about to say friendships. I walk out of these episodes being like, holy crap, like, I didn't even know I thought that, like, I didn't even know that I did that, like, I didn't even know that that was so, like, close to my heart, like, I am just, I feel like I, I'm just so thankful for this platform, guys, like, I, I'm, I'm so thankful for you guys who listen to me, who, who trust in, in my words, who, who just take the time out of your day to, like, put my podcast on and listen to what I have to say, um, and who constantly give me feedback and just love on me. Like, I'm so thankful to have this platform where I can, I can share with you guys my thoughts and then I can, I can really see and dig deep into my heart. And so many times have I, have, oh my gosh, have I had a revelation and said, whoa, like, that's really good. Like, I didn't realize that that was a trigger. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that that was so close to my heart. Um, and just seeing that is like so amazing, but yeah. And I just met me like where I needed to be met. So I just, I encourage you guys to not only dig deep into your wounds and your insecurities, but also dig deep and get vulnerable with your friends so that you guys can help them walk through their insecurities and their, and, and, and their vulnerabilities and their, their wounds. Cause guys, we are meant to be in community. We are meant to support each other and be here for each other. And if we're not here to really encourage each other and walk through each of these really hard journeys with each other, then what's the point of friendship? The point of friendship is to grow and to love and to be kind and and guide each other. But if we're just sitting here like, oh, bro, like, you want to go to a party? Like, oh, you want to go watch a movie? Like, if all our friendships are for is just to, like, keep company, then that friendship, then all our friendships would be, like, literally stupid and, like, not useful at all. Because what's the point of having a friend who doesn't push you to grow and doesn't motivate you and and do the best, um, like, push you to be the best, what's the point of that? Like, there's literally no point. So I highly recommend just getting deep with your friends and getting vulnerable and really opening up your heart to them. Obviously, friends that you know will keep your vulnerability sacred and will really bless it and enjoy it. Now, we don't open our hearts up to everyone. You do have to guard your heart, but pick that one or two friends in my case, I have a lot of friends that I've opened up to because I kind of own an open book. But um, like my close friends that I've opened up to very vulnerably are still my friends and still encouraging me and pushing me and walking through this journey with me. And it's because of that, because I've opened my heart to them and they've opened their hearts to me. So I highly recommend that. But 
um, my last tip for insecurities is affirmations. Like, obviously, I was talking about speaking things over you. Like, I don't know if you guys have seen on TikTok or other things where they say, um, where they're like, you know, they look in a mirror and they say, I'm beautiful. I'm loved. I'm seen. So you can do that in the morning over your yourself like over your mind over your body over your day and just really like write down like what you would like to hear and say it to yourself um but also whenever you have a trigger or an or something pop up or again in security like um if your if your body goes oh you're fat you can say no I'm not fat I'm beautiful I'm seen I'm loved I'm I'm perfectly made and wonderfully made in the image of God and I'm so amazing no, I'm not that. Like, I just get into it because I'm like, yes, like, you go, girl, you tell yourself that. Um, or boy, if you're a boy. Um, but it's just like, just affirming yourself and trying to switch your mentality and trying to switch um, the way you think and the way you speak to yourself and, and, and to your wounds and like the way you speak to the way you're processing things. Like, Instead of like being unkind and hurtful to yourself, be kind and generous and sweet. Soften the voice in your head and just be like, you are loved, you are seen, you are cherished, you are, you are amazing. You are going to kill it today. Today's going to be a good day. But yeah, just doing that and, and, and trying really hard that whenever you have a negative thought, turning it into a positive, immediately going, um, I feel fat. No, I'm not fat. I'm beautiful. I'm seen. I'm skinny. Like, or not even telling yourself you're skinny, like not even putting yourself that type of label. Like I'm skinny. I'm fat. No, if you think I'm fat, no, I'm seen. I'm loved. I'm wonderfully made. This is what this is. I'm amazing. I'm a freaking kick-ass woman who, who deserves the world. It's, it's changing your mentality and changing the way you speak to yourself and just being kind to yourself. So yeah, guys, that's about all I have for you guys right now. I, it's currently 1.40 in the morning. I have to record my episodes like extremely late because I don't have a studio and my family barely like sleeps whole thankfully at this time. My brothers aren't sleeping because it's Thanksgiving break, but um I'm actually about to go eat dinner because I'm starving. I had a busy night. Um but yeah, I thank you guys so much for listening. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm so excited for December because it's a big, big week, and I'm pretty sure if I'm not mistaken that this is the last week of November. Yes, it is, which means next week starts a big thing, and I'm so excited. Um, I'm not even going to tell you because I want you to tune in because it's exciting and <gasps> makes me so happy. Um, it's going to be amazing, y'all. I was crying. Y'all are going to be crying. You'll just see. You'll just see. You'll just see. It was amazing. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. And thank you so much for tuning in. And I'll talk to you guys on the next episode of Tell It All.